0: Say it like it's um, spur of the moment, but it's re- well yeah. Let me see if I can. Yeah, do. I'll do. like try, a try. Put yourself in the position of receiving, and have the only price you charge yourself be to enjoy the receiving the help. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, <can> continue
1: on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, bro, I don't think I talk like that crazy. Like I'm not that like stonered <laughs> out.
0: Welcome to Think Act Get with James Shremko and Ezra Firestone. What you think determines how you act, which results in what you get. So join in now as we discuss how you can think differently, act faster, and get high-performance results in your business.
1: I need somebody help, not just anybody help. When I was younger, so much younger than today, I never needed anybody's help in any way. Help me if you can, I'm feeling down. Uh, Was that recorded?
0: Yeah, that was wonderful. You know, the Beatles put out a song called Help as well. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I was attempting there. I
1: wasn't Oh come on. I
0: was hoping you weren't gonna tell me that. (laughs) Oh man.
1: Look, I won't quit my day job, but I do enjoy singing. I can usually get on key, like if I'm like listening to a song while
0: I'm singing it, but when I'm on my own, I'm pretty terrible. I saw some opera singers sort of free winging it in state theatre recently, and they had, I think, they had like a uh, a whistle or something that set the tone. Yeah, yeah, I could use that. I used to play ukulele. You could definitely use something. So, <laughs> a little bit, you know, I'll pay it though. When you mentioned the topic for today, and now that I prepare a little bit, because uh, we decided to to really put the effort in, and by we I mean I, because you already do. I thought of the Beatles song. It's the first thing that comes to mind. I think they made that. They made the help topic incredibly popular with that song.
1: Wow. I didn't – I mean, that's cool. I'm glad that you thought of that and and I sang it without us having communicated about that. I think it's
0: just embedded into society. I'm sure the average listener would be thinking of the Beatles song when you mentioned the word help. Probably. Probably. You know, we all need it. We
1: all give it and it's a really powerful tool like when it's leveraged wisely.
0: Yeah. And what do you mean by leveraged wisely? I think we're going to explore that in this episode. So
1: hi there, listener. Welcome back to another episode of Think, Act, Get. Ezra Firestone here with my partner, as
0: always, James Shramko. James, how are you, man? I'm good, man. So we probably have to add a uh, like the sing-song section of the show now. You've forged new paths.
1: <laughs> just do a little, uh, a little jingle before every episode. I'll sing, man. I, I'll sing if people don't mind it. If, if, if it won't just like piss everyone off and have us lose our listeners, I'll do it. <laughs>
0: We might attract a few. You might have. You could be an unearthed talent. I might be. I could be
1: America's Got Talent or whatever that is. America's Next Best Star. Or what I don't know the name of the show, but something like that. Anyways, help. What is it? How are you using it? And how is it affecting your business and your life? That's what we're looking at in this episode of Think I Get.
0: It's a super cool topic. Where did the inspiration come from?
1: I've been receiving quite a lot of it lately, <laughs> and I've needed it. I've just so needed it and like i'm i've got to this point in my life where like i have so much on i'm i'm doing so many things that i would just not be able to function in any kind of sane way without help and when i find myself out of balance it's because i haven't asked for or received help in a certain area that that I could use it in. And so, you know, giving and receiving help can feel really good. We're taught in this society to be self-sufficient and to not need anybody and to not depend on anybody and all that stuff. But the act of giving and receiving help can feel really nice. So like that's there, that's available to you. And when we think about other people helping us, we often forget how nice it is to be in the position of helping someone else. So think about the times that you've helped someone. Chances are you felt really good and that you've really enjoyed that because it's rewarding to help someone else. And it's an option that you could let yourself be on the receiving end of some help and give that experience to someone. Give someone the opportunity to be in the position of helping someone else. It's actually a nice thing to do. Because there's some people that like have a hard time giving to others, and there's only certain people in their life that they'll give to that they feel good enough about to offer help, and you could be that person for someone. So it's important to allow people to help you.
0: Yeah, it's like you touched on. It's probably an entrepreneurial streak as well to be be that you've got to be that person that can do everything yourself, and I think. We're going to uh, touch on some of the things where it's okay to ask for help or not okay to ask for help. And maybe it's okay to offer help in certain areas. I'm really uh, on this topic. I'm absolutely fascinated with the concept of commercial help versus non commercial help, you know, because I find myself in a situation where people pay me to help them in their business and I feel fine about that. I can offer tremendous value, but then there's times where I'm getting help from other people, and there may not necessarily be a monetary transfer. For example, with my surfing sort of hobby that I started, I've had help from a lot of people. My friend Mark, sort of the surfboard dealer. I've got Walter as my uh, sort of in-surf coach these days, and then I've got Christo, my the ex-surf professional of eleven years, giving me tips as well. You know, so I'm surrounded by people who have so much more knowledge than I do. And I think there's some kind of transfer. When they're helping, I guess they're feeling a, a sense of well-being, but also they often get something back. Maybe they get a lift to a, a meetup or they can discuss their ideas with me and they, they get some sort of exchange. So it can be a way in, I guess, to helping yourself when you help someone else. Absolutely. And, you know, help is a commodity. You can buy it. And it's a good thing to buy
1: help, right? Like in our business lives, we buy help. I bought help from you in early 2013. And it's paid off in spades. And so it's important to know people buy help from me in the form of engaging with my services business or my coaching or my mastermind. And it's important to know when to buy help. And I also buy help in my personal life, right? Like I have someone come in and clean my loft and like, I am willing to play the game of purchasing help. And what I'm curious from you is like, how do you choose when, when you're looking for someone who's going to help you with something? Let's, say, let's keep it on the business side of things. What are you looking for?
0: when you're going to purchase help? Well, I guess, I'm, firstly, I'm happy to pay for help. So, um, for example, I, I'm happy to pay in a Contra deal or I'm happy to pay in, um, in money. Usually money, I'm more than happy. So I've, I've paid for people to come and take pictures of me, for example, where they might do it for free. I don't often let people do something for free. I, I mean, probably Greg's a great example, our designer. He sent us something for nothing. I think we initially even rejected it and then he was persistent, Well, he sent us something again. We finally um, went with that. And then I insisted on paying him. And, you know, for everything that I do now with him, I I say send me the invoice, you know, because he's so giving and he would probably do it for nothing. But I think that he's not helping himself. So that's a whole other related topic. So I don't think I answered your question at all. But it did lead me on to this idea of, you know, I see people offering Help with no monetary gain, and my mum's probably a great example. And We had her on a previous episode. Her whole life, probably since she's like six or something, she's been giving to to people like the Red Cross and the Smith family, and now she works for a foundation for parents who have kids who, who suffer depression and stuff. She, in, it's just something that she's really passionate about. And by the way, I'm not the kid with the, the depression. I just want to put that out there. Not there's anything wrong with that, but I don't want James. To
1: are you feeling really sad today i'm not actually do you just not want to get out of bed
0: <laughs> i'm just coming from Sorry. the surf you know and they actually <laughs> they say that surfing releases chemicals that make you feel good and i can you know let me it. say something before i get Oh, it certainly does it's 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 a
1: meditation it is like the most intense meditation that i get into
0: and i saw a rainbow just a single one but there was a rainbow double no okay it's still there now
1: dude there's
0: a rainbow out there three it's weeks
1: like, two weeks no three weeks and, it's
0: such a soulful thing.
1: No, two weeks, two weeks, and I will be there uh, in the water, just meditating uh, on the waves. It's going to be great, man. But but, anyways, let me just keep get this thought out, which is that you know one of the things that you really want to pay attention to when you're going to help someone is whether or not it is actually from surplus. Now. If you're helping someone with the specific agenda of getting something, like I don't know if Greg had the agenda of I'm going to help these guys. Knowing Greg and who he is, I think he just was like, I love their show and I want to do a logo for them because I think they're awesome. Uh, I wasn't. I don't think he was thinking I'm going to do a logo for them. Oh,
0: it was- it's totally that when we sort of went on to the, hey, let's pay you to do stuff phase, which we both do. He just did all the artwork for my new podcast, or half of it, and my team did the other half. That's awesome. You know, He's like, wow, really? You think I could? get paid like he was almost shocked and now he's in silver circle and business has taken off. <laughs> he's learned how to be okay with getting paid to help other people with his gift. Yeah, you've got to be willing to let yourself get paid too. Feel good about getting paid, but otherwise that, it's like a self-esteem attack.
1: It really is. And and back to my point before which is that Only give from surplus. Only give when you actually have surplus to give. Don't give when you don't have it. Don't give just because you think you should because you'll end up resenting the person that you're giving to, which is actually – it's much better to not give them something and feel good about them than to give them something and resent them.
0: Well, that's it because I see people who um, I would actually classify as martyrs. They help people so much they go without themselves. And that's the part I don't really get. I don't think you can properly look after someone else until you've looked after yourself and some people would call that selfish.
1: No, no, no. That's not selfish. That's just a fact. That's a that is a exact scenario. You've got to be well fed to feed other people. Like you have to take care of yourself first.
0: Well, I've focused on personal happiness and and wealth and stability and, you know, having the things that that make me feel comfortable and I feel that that's al- allowed me to get out there and do more. Like it enabled us to do a podcast at our own time at our own expense. With the intent to spread our messages, some of the things that have helped you in your life and some of the things that have helped me in my life, we can combine and share. We don't need to make money from a show like this. We actually enjoy talking to each other and spreading Fancy the podcast <laughs> is, is free. you know So check this out. The actual
1: like the, you know I, you touched on something really important, which is that like the first thing you can do to help the world, is figure out a way to enjoy your life, figure out a way to be happy. The world has enough unhappy, miserable people, you know. Like, if you are a happy, fulfilled, interested, a radiant person you are adding to this world because you you interact with people and they feel that and they see that it's possible for themselves so like step 1 before you do anything else is do what it takes to enjoy your own life you know figure out what it is that makes you happy perhaps it's a surf once a morning so you move somewhere where you can do that and then still live the rest of your life perhaps it's like going to judo 3 times a week which for me it's been lately like I get in my I go and I do my Nogi judo class and I'm like it, it's just you know, I, you got to figure out what it is for you. Maybe it's a massage once a week. Maybe it's, a, you know, a weekly dinner party with your friends. But like, start, start moving in the direction of more enjoyment in your life. And it really will help you and everyone around you.
0: Well, it really hit me at like three in the morning when I was sitting there writing an article out for easy Articles for software that I was promoting as an affiliate. And then it sort of slapped me. I'm like, this is not really the path to online success and happiness. <laughs> I've got to hire an article writer. And I've got to hire someone who can just send off five bonuses a day, which was about where I was selling. It's like five $100 commissions a day was my internet business in total sum at that point. So let's call it $500 a day in revenue. And it was a big decision to say, well, I'm going to give some of that money back to someone and pay them to help me make more money. The bet was could I pay someone an amount and then make more back than what I pay them in profit? And here we are with 50 people and a multi-million-dollar business. The answer
1: is usually, usually
0: yes. Yeah, there's really only so far you can go yourself. And I think probably one of the biggest takeaways for our our average listener, who's probably at a still at a fairly small business size of maybe one to five people, is you're probably not getting enough help around you to free you up for your uh, special talents and abilities and. To be truly happy, you're probably doing stuff you shouldn't be doing. No and Help yourself first.
1: Yeah, yeah. and you know know what you're good at, know what you don't want to take the time to get good at. So know what you're good at, know what you know know what you want, know what you don't want to do, and then get help with those things. And most people like think about taxes and taxes and they dread them, and they think you know they, they cannot think of something that they like doing less than that. If I did my own taxes, I would feel that way. I'd feel like I was doing it wrong, I was missing out on stuff, I'd feel overwhelmed, but I don't do my own taxes. I buy help from Jonathan and Jonathan really enjoys it. He's masterful at it. He enjoys helping me with it. And it's it saves me, you know, probably weeks, a year to, to pay him a grand or whatever it ends up being in the end to, to do my taxes for me. So like it's important to to know the things that you're good at and just not be lazy, right? Like like there's a difference between asking for help and just not taking responsibility for the things that you could do on your own. It's okay to receive help and you need when you need it. But pay attention to why you're asking for the help in the first place. Like what's motivating your desire to be helped? Is it just laziness? Well, if it's laziness, perhaps it's best to dig in and do some work. And sometimes it's beneficial to do something for yourself. And maybe you need help. You need the help of learning how to do something yourself. And that can like come from an instructional manual or a video on YouTube or a friend. But sometimes the point here is that you should use your help wisely because it has a value. And if you just ask for it all the time, it's not as powerful. And if you just pay for it all the time, it's not as powerful, right? Like like you want to pay for the help that you need, but don't overspend on help just because you're lazy. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, but I think the real point is how the hell do you get someone to do your tax for a thousand bucks?
1: Yeah, it's not actually that cheap. <laughs>
0: Man, it's like that's <laughs> what it would cost a month for bookkeeping for a serious, bu- serious business. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not including I'm going to send my accountant to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's not anywhere near that cheap. It used to cost me – I'll tell you what it used to cost me. It used to cost me two full days of my life to sit down at a, a 1.5 meter by 1.5 meter table. That's probably like five foot for you Americans who are still in Imperial for God knows what reason – How how is it possible? You're still doing feet and miles and inches. I I don't get it. Anyway, moving on. The rest of the world's into the metric stuff. Yeah, you guys did figure that out. The thing is, right? That I'd spend two days of my life, I would learn a fair bit about my business, but only once a year. It was like too late. Damn, I was a that was a bad thing. Like you need your numbers a lot more often than once a year. That's point one. Point two is. I hated it. I absolutely hated it. It was just—it was you know—drive me mental having to, to go through all the papers and stuff, and then I'd still give it to the accountant, and I'd still have to wait. But now it's like to the day. We we're up to date by the day, of the accounting. Now, how did that happen? I went through the process of hiring an accountant, and then I went through the process of asking for more up to date finances, and finally ended up with uh, the right software solution, which is Zero X E R O and a bookkeeper on staff who updates payments daily. Now, that's a classic example of transferring some money to get help. In fact, it actually costs less now to have this done than what it used to cost me in terms of missed opportunities and getting my data too late. So sometimes you think you're making a shortcut, but you're really you're hobbling your, your capacity to grow.
1: Totally. And, and that was two days of your life that you would lose when you were doing it that way. So let's roll
0: Carol and move on to the weekly willpower wager.
1: Weekly willpower wager.
0: All righty. So this week we're saying uh, ask for help, find something that you think a friend can do for you, and ask them to help you with it. You know, put yourself. So put. You can go ahead.
1: Yeah. I mean, we we were going to say the same thing. I think.
0: (laughs) Uh, We were going to say the exact same thing. You say it so. You say it like it's um, spur of the moment, but it's well. Let me see if I can. I'll do like. Try. Try. Put yourself in the position of receiving and have the only price you charge yourself be to enjoy the receiving the help. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you can I, continue I, <laughs> on. Um, <laughs> I, I, bro, I don't think I
1: talk like that crazy. Like I'm not that like stonered <laughs> out, but um, I'll give it a go. So I, I did write this weekly willpower wager down. Put yourself in the position of receiving and have the only price that you charge yourself be to enjoy the help that you're receiving, because people charge themselves too much for help, they feel like they owe the person who's helping them, and and that's not always the case, and it doesn't have to be the case if your communication with that person is straight. And most relationships are built on on some form of a barter system. And there's all this stuff flying around about like how people in equal marriages have less sex. It's this a uh, uh, New York Times article. There's a bunch of it's really a bunch of bullshit. People in barter centric relationships have less sex. The problem is not. The sharing the responsibilities of running the household and that equals less sex. Like I wouldn't be having less sex if I stopped doing the dishes. It's about barter. Barter doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good in any type of relationship. So allow yourself to be helped. Ask for help. Allow yourself to be helped. And don't feel indebted to the person who's helped you unless that's directly like unless that's an agreement that you guys make. Like they're going to help you and then you owe them something in return.
0: But that's kind of built in with the law of reciprocation. You, You can't help but feel indebted to the person who gives you help.
1: Well, you, you might – like like. here's the thing. I guess my point is that when you're helping someone, it's nice to not have strings attached to that. So if you're going to help someone, do it because you enjoy doing it, not because you want them to do
0: something back for you, right? Uh, so not using it as a manipulation. No. Yeah, I mean it's, it's easy to use that. It's like when I pay for someone to do something. I don't, I don't feel um, that I have much beyond that I suppose. Right. But like do you feel like you owe me anything when like I bring you to
1: my home in Hawaii and take you out for a surf? I do that because it's pleasurable for me because I really enjoy it because like I love to share that part of my life with my close and, and dear friends. And like so you can have that experience with me and not feel like you owe me anything
0: is my point. But I think it builds up goodwill. It makes me feel like I want to take you surfing out here in Manly. You know, like it's it does have a reciprocal um, – bond. You can be
1: willing to accept the reciprocation, but you shouldn't feel like you owe someone something because you've done something.
0: And it's not like I said, listen, if you take me surfing in Hawaii, then I'll take you surfing in Manly. It's not like a contract. Yeah,
1: exactly. My point is that if your
0: relationships
1: are based on on contracts and tit-for-tat and barter, you're going to be miserable because you're going to be sitting there counting and fighting over who's done how many dishes and it's just horrible. Like It's not going to work. But if your relationships are based on you're doing things because you genuinely enjoy them and they're doing things because they genuinely enjoy them and you're not expecting anything in return, you're getting yours in the act of giving or you're getting yours in the act of receiving, then you're going to have a much better time.
0: Well, that reminds me of something talking about Hawaii. It's like if, they're, if like say we're there to help people and let's say there's three people. And if you help two people, the third one is going to build up expectation to have an equal amount of help as the other two. It's like people build up a sense of entitlement. They want their peace. They want their peace. They sort of build that expectation.
1: And then we deliver is what would happen
0: in that scenario. <laughs> and then we deliver. That's what happens. But what it does move into the, the topic that I think we really should talk about is um, that some people use help as uh, – as a weapon, you know, like the pretend homeless people who are really wealthy or the, the people at the, like when you go to the pyramids in Egypt, well, you you want to
1: know when you're being hustled, you know, you want to know when someone like you want to pay attention to, to what, to
0: what someone's going to charge you for helping them and what it, or for, for, they're appealing to your sense of wanting to help. Right. And then they're hoodwinking you. Right. And then there's this other thing where people just don't, don't take responsibility. It's like, I'll speak to someone and they say, yeah, I I, I, watched, I, watched the training, but I just I just don't get it. And, uh, you know, I, people explain it to me. I don't understand. I just want – I need someone just to do it all for me, you know, but I don't even know where to start and I can't afford it. And am like, you might as well just top yourself. <laughs> it's like you're beyond help because you don't want to take any responsibility. So I think one of the best accessories for someone who's in that super needy position is a freaking mirror. Look in the mirror and say, you know what? The person in the mirror can be the first person to help you in this equation. And then beyond that, you might look to someone else. But I think people use help as a mechanism to avoid responsibility or
1: effort. Yeah, totally. And that brings me to the something that we've talked about on a past episode, which is like if you're communicating with someone and you want them to hear you, It helps to get to whatever level of responsibility that they're at. Like you can't tell someone who's not taking responsibility for their life that they're responsible. They won't hear you. But if you get an agreement with them first, you can get them to hear you and then they'll be willing to take responsibility because they don't feel like you're, you're fighting them. Like it's, that, it's that whole levels of awareness thing where like one level above where someone's at, one level of responsibility up from when, where they're operating, you'll blow their mind. Two levels up, they'll just not even hear you. They'll just non-confront it. If you go three levels up, they might become hostile, and if you go four levels above where someone's at, they might want to kill you at that point, and Jesus and, and figures throughout history operated at a level of responsibility that was more than what people wanted to confront. It blew people out, and it pissed people off.
0: Yeah, you know, I suppose if you're talking about someone like the President of the United States, then he must be operating on a level that is hard for most people to even comprehend, well, I mean JFK was and and that's what happened to him, you know. People couldn't handle it. A Blinken?
1: A Blinken? Uh Martin Luther King. Anyways, now it's getting heavy. Let's move, uh, <laughs> let's move on to our
0: let's move on to our news and results. News and results? Is this a new section? Ah, news uh, and updates. Uh, Sorry about
1: that. I could tell you about some results, dude. I got 735 people registered for my webinar tomorrow night. I'm trying to get to 1000. I think that's pretty exciting. That's uh, some results of, of what I've been up to this week. I scheduled a webinar on Sunday night. Mailed for it on Monday and bought some Facebook ads to it and stuff, and so I'm curious to see how many people will show up, how many people who came in cold, who were not already on my email list or in my Facebook group, because I have a Facebook group for the Brown Box Formula, has about a thousand people in it, and a lot of people, a lot of those folks registered. So, how, so of the people who like saw my Facebook ad who hadn't seen me before and just registered, what percentage of those folks show up? Of the people who were on my email list and registered, which is a couple hundred, what percentage of those folks show up? I'm very curious about this.
0: Yeah, it'd be really interesting. It's a, it's a great approach. I suppose For my results are I um, doubled my traffic to my main website in January. I had basically more than doubled and my approach was to just give away a product that I was selling before and so in like in raw stats, I had over 3,000 people download it. So if you compare that to like a webinar registration, like 3,000 people actually have a good solid piece of content they can watch. And that's in lieu of me doing a webinar, I guess. that I'd rather just give them something pre-recorded and then, you know, now I can email them every few days with a, a new video or a podcast or whatever. So it's my slow and steady approach. Well, there you
1: go. And then I, I launched – I recorded my second free course, which is uh, – um, well, I don't have the name for it yet, but it's going to have something to do with head tripping, and <laughs> head tripping. it's going to be head tripping, maybe. Well, that's, uh, that is it, funny. But you know, I'm going to take people on a head trip and kind of blow them out a little bit. But it's going to be really good, and and I love this model of free course. I mean, I mean, I've been using it since you released Wealthification. I think it was, yeah. um, and it's where most of my sub- subscribers come from. So
0: the irony is, I'm still doing four webinars every week for. Paying customers, yeah, uh, smart. And um, you know, I'm not doing free webinars, so I guess that's a lot, bro. Yeah, I do three silver circles and one super fast business. Wow, and it's all on Tuesday, wow. so I just you know, it's the work day. Just get it, just done. do it on the, yeah, um, do it.
1: What kind of uh, news do we have?
0: Well, the event is coming up soon. Super fast business live in Manly, March the 20th and 21st. There's about a hundred tickets sold at this stage, so it's going to be. It's definitely happening. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's always a rush at the end. So if you're thinking of coming, the accommodation and travel, you, you really want to be getting onto that as soon as this episode airs. And if the, if this episode is being listened to well past the date, which is more than likely possible in the lifetime of this podcast, then go and join Superfast Business Community where you might be able to access. Some of the videos, but I'm not promising they'll all be there. There's got to be some exclusive stuff for live members. For example, the entertainment night is not recorded. Hey, uh, also, I got a new podcast coming out. What's it called? It is called Kicking Back. Kickingback.com? Yeah. Dude, that's a heck of a domain. Yeah, it's a good one. And in the actually in episode three of Kicking Back, we talk about Think Act Get and we're just going through the domain naming, show naming process. And I uh, think at Get got a big plug in that show. So it was a nice cross promotion, I suppose you'd call it. But, uh, you know. Can I? Can you send me episode three before anyone else? Yeah. Th- just send me the Dropbox link. I'll get the early yeah, access. We could do that, buddy.
1: Thanks, dude. <laughs> well, that's exciting, man.
0: It is exciting
1: because uh, you know. Tell me about this podcast. What's the deal?
0: Like, what? What's the point? What are you after? Well, I sat down in December and did some planning, as I always do, and I figured what what stuff makes me the happiest and what stuff's working really well for me in my business and on the on my top things, the things that I think that I'm actually okay at. You know, I'm trying to to be humble here, but the things that I enjoy the most, that I'm reasonably good at, that do bring in the the, the traffic and. Income is like podcasts and videos. So I was thinking, how could I do more of what's working? That's the question. How can I do more of what's working in my business? Well, it's pretty hard to, to catch Timbo for a free-to-motion episode these days. You and I are on a nice little schedule of pretty much weekly. I do almost daily podcasts on my other super-fast business sites. So you know, naturally, I could just add another podcast to the quiver. And you know, what I learned from Think, Act, Get is that going on with a different co-host brings out a different side to me. It really shows my audience a new version of me and also brings in a new audience from the co host's efforts so I thought i'll pair up with someone who's reasonably talented because i don't want to i don't want to do all the work i'll bring in someone who is, brings out a different side of me than what's already been brought out because we've seen me by myself. We've seen me with interviews. We've seen me with you. You bring out my soft, emotional, touchy-feely side. Timbo brings out my expert, authoritative side because I'm always answering the questions. We get touchy and feely, on think I get. We do. It's a touchy-feely sort of show. And, um, and then I wanted to uh, find someone who needed something from the podcast as well. So we both work at it and we get something from it. So naturally I chose a comedian because – I love, like, I will seek out comedy. I'll, I'll watch funny movies. I'll go and see live performances. I will hire them for my events. I love laughing. I think laughter makes me very happy. It's right up there with surfing and other things. And every time I hang out with my co-host, whose name's Joel Osborne, we laugh. Like, we we just, we laugh. We We have great discussions about all sorts of crazy stuff. And I've often thought, you know, we should record this. Maybe someone else would think this is... Entertaining, and I want to also go up to an even broader category. You know, the superfast business is very business oriented. Freedom Motion is quite internet business oriented. Think at get, get is much broader. It's more touchy feely, emotional, but still with a business flavour. We can't take the business out of us because it's really that's one of our core strengths. This new show, uh, Joel, is not really businessy at all. He's more philosopher comedy artist performer traveler so it really levels up into general markets mm,
1: mm. so it's more lifestyle it's like, it's a level up it's, it it's it appeals to a broader market
0: yeah yeah
1: and you know what dude general content is where it's at man i'm i'm moving more in the direction of general content with head trip and
0: yeah so you get a little bit more audience you can sort of scale up to a broader market i'd i'd love to be getting ten thousand downloads per episode instead of two thousand
1: yeah and you know I think think I get even though we do two thousand down two three thousand downloads an episode right now like I think this content is actually relevant for everyone's life and yes we do talk a lot about business but I actually think that this show is is sort of I mean it's a little uh sort of it's a little I'd say high-level intellectual-style content. It's not as, it's not like comedy, you know?
0: No, neither of us are funny, which is the main thing. At least one of us will be funny on the new show. Yeah, totally. And so because I'm not funny, it's kind of a contrast. I think he laughs at me as well as with me uh, in a lot of things we talk about. So it's good to have someone who can point out what's happening and make fun of it in a way that feels good. Exactly, but he does all this comedy stuff, which is clever, like threading. Topics and bringing things back, or setting up a story and then delivering a punchline, and like stuff that I haven't been able to do mm. effectively. But I'd like to learn, and I think I, I think it'd be nice to be funnier. I think that it, it's um, it it makes you happy when you laugh, and I'd be it'd be great if we could uh, you know entertain people. And I suspect even a lot of my core customers mightn't love the show, but it's not for them necessarily it's for a broader audience and if they happen to like it that's a bonus cuz i'm looking for a new audience to come into the pipeline totally
1: well that's exciting kickingback.com when will it launch
0: just waiting for the domain transfer bits and pieces but the the artwork's done the three episodes have been recorded the sound loops are done uh, we don't have an Aussie girl on there, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, Bummer. Just waiting on the web skin and the site, so I think it'll it'll probably be out by the time we get to episode forty-two.
1: You heard it here first on thinkactgetkickingback.com Coming out in let's say March. All right, let's move on to our our comments. We got a lot of engagement on these last couple episodes, so let's let's take a look at what's going on.
0: Yeah. So uh, Brent said. Uh,
1: uh, are you sure about that?
0: No, nope, I'm not. I might have scrolled too far. Oh wait, so you t- you're talking Mac Maclej? <laughs> it- no, nah, that's why you left it for me, slide dog. That's right. <laughs> you're like can't pronounce this. So I, I wondered I just yeah. get Shremels to help me out. I think uh, it's M A C I. M A C L E J. I'll flush you out, you worry fox. Like kind of okay. like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was listening to this episode while being in Austin, Texas, on the way to the ASM event before knowing Ezra will be a presenter there. What a surprise. Ezra, your teachings about brand building and engaging customers in the e-commerce business model was eye-opening. Many thanks for that. As for results, I looked at mine for the last year and it was a good exercise. They showed that I actually achieved something. Not as much as planned, although let's celebrate them. It'll be a baseline to improve and build a solid business this year. There you go. Nice comment. Yeah, thanks, man. Um happy that we got a chance
1: to connect. If we did, I talked to a lot of people. I don't Is it man or lady? I don't know. I I don't I don't remember meeting this person. And I think I'd remember a name like Masij. So uh I can't I don't know the gender of that name. That's a very interesting name. I'm gonna look it up, see where it's from. Uh, Barry, on the results episode, says, I like the idea of you guys making a beer. You can call it drink, act, get. How much you drink determines how you act, which results into how much trouble you get.
0: (laughs) That's fun. I like that. At least that was the clean version. Do you have the uh, the shortened uh, nickname for Barry called Baza over there? Baza. No, but but
1: but no, but Gary, a very Aussie thing. Or Ga- See, I know about the Baza because Gary's in my mastermind and he's Gaza and he he he, he uh responds Gaza. to his name is Gaza, so I've been calling him Gaza.
0: Well, G- Gaza, not Gaza, right? Gaza, Gaza,
1: Gaza. So, anyone Gaza. with an airy ah, like, ah, so, ah. so would would Carrie be Kaza, Kaz, and would Sherry be Shaza, Shaz, and would Jer- Jerry
0: be Jaza, uh, Jerry'd be. I don't want to go there. <laughs> Jerry should have a different name altogether. <laughs> all right. No Jerry's
1: allowed. <laughs> uh, all right. Mark on travel.
0: You know what we abbreviate Mark to? Mazza. No, it's just Mark. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. It might be Macca or something. Um, It'll be just Mark. It's pretty short already. Nice podcast, guys. I could never travel as light as James, but one tip from his method is pack a day or two of essentials in the carry-on. So if your baggage goes missing, you can deal. That's good. Like I, I used to put a pair of underpants and a toothbrush and toothpaste in my backpack when I would check luggage, so at least I had a change of clothes. On the subject of surfing, I spotted this crazy surfboard today that looks like it was built for James, and it was a link to a mercedes-benz surfboard and I had a
1: look, oh damn I didn't,
0: like I didn't like it at all it was too fancy and, and sensors in it and, and I, I mean yeah mercedes- it's a little it's a little mercedes- gnarly Benz should just make cars i
1: mean you i know? want an old school fiberglass wax but you know like
0: do you know what the mercedes star actually stands for the three-pointed I'm, star no idea air land and sea well, there you go. You so used to make oh, aeroplane yeah. engines and boat engines and, and cars. Well, you
1: start on the land, you take out your jet ski, you take off on a big wave, you catch some air
0: in the sea. Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, I'm really happy with my surfboard. My deal my has been doing a good job. I think I'm almost ready for a shorter one now. Well, wow, Yeah. Mark told me he's
1: going to put me on an eight footer. So we'll see what
0: happens. Yeah, I'm on an eight six, and I think I'm ready to go down a size. That'll be exciting.
1: So, Gary, on the travel episode, Gaza. Says he's the first time. <laughs> Gaza, it's
0: Gaza, like a, isn't that like a dangerous part of the the world? Gaza, Gaza Strip, or Gaza, uh, it is.
1: First time commenter, love the podcast, guys. This is a really cool theme you have going. I've gone back and listened to all your older podcasts. Cool to see how the show has evolved. I've really enjoyed learning a lot from you guys and I appreciate the work you've done. P.S. Facebook owns Instagram. P.P.S. Ezra, dude, your mugshot in the top right corner makes you look angry. You shouldn't, you, should, you don't sound like an angry guy. Perhaps a smile shot is in order. I've always thought that that, that picture was not flattering of me. So perhaps it's time to change yeah, it.
0: Time for a change. Why don't you send us some new art? Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm going to. I don't even know where that came from. I think they must have found that somewhere. Uh,
0: oh, right. Yeah, well, you know, it's out there on the internet. It's out there on the interwebs. It is
1: like one of the first pictures that come up when you Google me, which is – I got to change. I got to do a little bit of SEO.
0: Well, you know, to yeah, to fix that, I just put a little pictures.
1: Dude, look off. at the second image that shows up. But the, the, the
0: first two images that show up when you Google me or think I get images – not being rude or anything, but I don't often Google images of you, so like, not my not my favorite part. Come on, though. man, get out there and Google some images of me, man. I'm, uh, there's a lot of well, beautiful images out there. If I, I click on images, I'm probably seeing. I, I see you think at get one where you uh, got your hands to your mouth. You're scared. We, we have our Hawaii. Yeah, a little one. bit, little bit. Yeah, we got the one that when we recorded uh, with James. We have so you know that's super fast business and think at get is uh, is represented very nicely on the image. Uh, it's almost like we both understand how this works and we're in it like full time or something.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like we do this for a living.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're saying I actually put a picture gallery on my site, uh, named the images properly and then uh, linked to it from a, a main page and now the, the number one image that comes up for me is one on my own site which finally, uh, and number two. Uh, finally, I sort of got over the top of a lot of my affiliates and powerful blogs that I did guest spots on. Yeah,
1: those guys are smashing me, but I'm catching up in the image results. Carol on the travel episode says, I'm going to add a category of travel on my budget so that I can attend live events with regularity. Carol, dude, that is the best decision you will ever make for yourself. Please do that. You're going to love it. We're going to hang out. It's going to be awesome. You can, you can stay weekly willpower wager as much as you want. It just, it'll be great.
0: Tell you what, you know, um, just to, to
1: Dude, we should get Carol on stage at Fast Web for, for, for Superfast Business Live to Ka- car- say, Carol week, is, uh,
0: yeah, she's just super super awesome. So, such a nice member of the community. I've got to tell you this uh, my JamesShramco.com site is starting to really power up in those image results. It's, uh, it's a winning strategy. Own the race course, okay. baby. Hold on,
1: though. Let's go back a second. What we're talking about is having Carol live on stage at Superfast Business to give her weekly willpower wager. What do you think?
0: I think it'd be wonderful. All right, let's do it if Carol's up for it. So,
1: anyways, all right, we can move on now. I just wanted to get k- commitment on that from you.
0: Oh, that's that's fine. You know, I'm still just googling images of myself. <laughs> you know, <laughs> You're like, I'm so beautiful. <laughs> no, Look at no. my road podcast. No, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm like a mad professor. I've started an experiment two weeks ago, and I already have like a good portion of. You my know images.
1: what trips me out is that every one of your images kind of looks the same. It's like it's like a, a headshot, like shoulder above. You know, James's head with a smile. Like, we got to get you some different styles, well, no, bro. Well, I've had a
0: professional photo shoot um, last week. Yeah, but he sent me a CD. I'm like, what do I do with this? Put my mug on it? Like, I don't even have a computer that – Plays CDs or DVDs, not even in the house. It doesn't work. Oh, my goodness. You know what I love is that, like, if
1: you go one, two, three, four, five, or six rows down, there's a naked dude in his underwear next to some books, and he's ranking for James Shramko on like page six of images. And, and it's from jamessteaches.com. So that's interesting.
0: Well, James Teaches is an affiliate site. Well,
1: oh, James Teaches. Okay. Yeah. Well, they've got some, uh, yeah, yeah. they've got a dude um, who's, who's being real sexy trying to rank for your name
0: well, well i know whose site that is <laughs> that's one of the probably the main reason i decided to can my affiliate programs messing things uh, that you know just come through that that aren't either ideal or flattering or desirable and one of my affiliates always squished my head it used to piss me off like, <laughs> like, it, it, like you know didn't know how to resize a picture so it's like uh, you know, I can see one. I'm looking at a squished
1: head image right now. now I bet you I know plastic.
0: who did it, and that was that was like the tipping point. All right, that's it. Enough.
1: <laughs> Once they start squishing when you my start head, start squishing that's your it. head. That's like brand, brand oh, is out that. of
0: control. I'm, and
1: I, I'm ranking. I'm ranking all day long on the on the lower
0: pages. All right, let's keep yeah, going. Keep we going we got let's other keep stuff going. let To talk about haven't we, right, surely. Edmund on results. Give it to us. <laughs> Edmund on results. James and Ezra. I love googling pictures of you, Ezra. Uh, no, he didn't say that. When I listen to your podcast, driving my car, I find myself with a permanent grin on my face, and that's why I keep coming back. I'm entertained, educated, and learn something every podcast. The format and the dynamic work for me. Great work, guys. Thank you, Edmund. That's very kind. Yeah, thanks, Edmund. We appreciate it, man.
1: Next, we have Maza
0: or Mark on results. Maza, uh, James. We're going to do to everyone in Australia. Don't it doesn't work ev- every. Oh, okay, fine. James, throughout the episodes of Think, Act, Get,
1: you reveal yourself to be skeptical about a number of unsubstantiated claims across a number of fields. If you didn't already, if you didn't know already, skepticism... Is a pretty mainstream topic, mainstream topic in the science category of podcasting. It's how I got into podcasts before discovering internet marketing. Skepticism concerns itself with using critical thinking to examine everyday problems or beliefs and filtering fact from popular conjecture on the basis of evidence. It's like offline split testing. If you ever have the time and you appear to, Really recommend that you check out the Skeptoid podcast. I think you'd really enjoy it as much as your wilted spinach. Harry on results. I'm going back and I'm going to listen. Great evergreen content, and I'll definitely be thinking about using these with my upcoming podcasts. That's what he said. By the way, that's what he said.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's um, I, I like that show. Fascinating story behind the the podcaster Brian Dunning, who pled guilty to wire fraud for uh, basically eBay cookie dropping. Well something like that. You know, it's just my opinion. <laughs> Don't sue me. But I think he, something to do with the company or, or, um, he was one of the top level affiliates and they, he got like pulled up for, uh, for some kind of, um, yeah, affiliate. Like the revenues were so high because they were dropping cookies or doing something crazy. So it's worth having a look at. You could Google about Skeptoid and Brian Dunning and, uh, check it out. But the podcast itself, fascinating. And yes, I am, I am a bit of a skeptic. I don't just if someone says you should eat twenty-seven bananas a day. There's no way in the world I'm going to do that until I at least Google it or check Snopes or see if I can find some some theory or or test results or something around it that I could you know help help me think and understand whether that's good or bad. Do it, bro. Twenty-seven right now. <laughs> it's not happening. You need
1: you need some buta- you need some potassium. I can see it. You're cramping up, and <laughs> you just need some bananas, man.
0: Yeah, there's no see. I also have um,
1: – Come, Mr. Tallyman, tally me bananas. I was given
0: common sense as well. Which, what, <laughs> it was uh, one of those things. So, yes, a lot of fun. Thank you. It is a good, it's a good podcast to listen to.
1: I, I accidentally read Harry's comment at the end of Mark's comment. So, Harry, I'm sorry about that. Harry on the results episode says, I'm going back in time Wait, to listen. That?
0: Harry or Harry? Haza. What you say? You're saying Harry. Harry, Harry. It's not Harry. It's Harry. Harry, Harry. That sounds like curry, dude. He's not no, a no, food. No, no. Curry is with a U. Curry. Right. Harry. Harry with an Harry. A. And Harry, Harry with Harry an A would have H A H-A-I. hairy. Harry. I. Harry. Harry. I don't know, man. We could just yeah, call him good. Hazza you and be done with speak it. Speak funny. <laughs> well, let's what, talk was, about what was the uh, best
1: when you were? When, was when you were imitating my voice. <laughs> um, yes, I because apparently understand. to you, I sound like uh, uh, like like a a sixteen year old stoner who like is from um, who, who's like you know Sean Penn from from Fast Times at Ridgemont huh?
0: Well, I like Sean Penn in um, Walter Mitty.
1: I didn't see that yet.
0: Oh, you would like that character a lot. Yeah, i got to watch it, man. I, I, I keep up to date
1: uh, on the movies that you watch and the ratings you give them. If you give something a high enough rating, I'll watch it.
0: Yeah, how's that for and a service? And by the way, James, yeah.
1: I'll tell you what, bro. You want to do some general content, you should put those movie ratings out on your Facebook page because uh, even our general IM crowd would engage with that and would probably comment on it.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. I I do I go through a movie about every day, so I've got the capacity. <laughs> like yeah, that you're, guy you're, said, you're, I evidently have the time. Yeah. All right, could I do a quote? Yeah, well, I mean, are you going to keep the quote I gave you? It's pretty classic. Of course I am. Even my right. kids know this one. Sweet. My kid would go up to a, a kid in the park and he might want to try the kid's bike. So he'd hold out his basketball and say, hey, do you want to try my basketball? <laughs> the quote is, you could have everything in life you want if you will just help other people get what they want. Zig Ziglar. Totally agree.
1: Old school holler. All right, my quote is that "tis not enough to help the feeble up, but to support them after." By our good friend Bill Shakespeare, and what he means by that is, uh, uh like it's one thing to help.
0: Yeah, you missed a little bit of the quote. Though. Oh yeah, what what I miss? I oh, know some part in brackets. What does that mean?
1: <sighs> well, that was
0: that was my note to myself to remember what I wanted to say about it. <laughs> All right, okay, very nice. I like your codec now. If Zig Ziglar's old school, what does that make Willie Shakespeare? Well, Billy is, uh, he's like, he's,
1: he's pre- prehistoric, dude.
0: Have you seen the movie about the fact that it wasn't really him?
1: I have heard something about that, and I believe it. He was probably a pretty good hustler. You know, it's not always the people who, who did shit that get credit for it.
0: Well, I think he was like a nobleman, and he wasn't allowed to publish this stuff, so he got some guy down at the theater to shill for him. Yeah, yeah, it uh, makes total sense. Uh, Great movie. Can't remember what it's called. Uh,
1: I, I, I don't uh, I don't recall it. I do I do remember hearing about that somewhere, but I don't remember if it was in a movie. So should I read out my little things here? Probably not, huh?
0: No, don't read it. It'll it'll destroy our uh, rating. It will. It will already, we'll get. In I've trouble. already sworn once on here. Yeah, we'll, we'll get in trouble for that
1: one. But anyways, the point is that you should follow through, and that you know it's one thing to like help a little bit, but don't help if you don't intend on following through with the help you're giving. That's really not a nice thing to do. All right, man. That's uh, bring us home.
0: Well, let's summarize then. You've been listening to a uh, somewhat haphazard, but I'm sure it'll tighten up in editing, Think At Get, Get episode, <laughs> episode 40, which was about help. And it was a good episode because we got to hear Ezra sing a song which he's claiming was from the Beatles, but it sounded like some other.
1: I don't know if we're gonna actually put. Are we actually are you actually gonna use oh, yeah. that?
0: It's it's totally. Oh, There's no damn, dude! I wasn't even sure that. Like I wasn't. No, no, I'm recording on my side. It's not getting dropped for any, any circumstances. <laughs> it really gives us, you know, that's, if we were ever going to lean towards humor or comedy, then I think we got close to it with your rendition. Sweet. Um, Sweet. So, so help. We all need it. We all give it. And it's a very powerful tool if leveraged wisely. And that's really what we've been talking about. You know, with these episodes, it's all about, you know, think, act, get mindset, behavior, results. And the, the whole thing is we want to improve your life and business. In fact, we're trying to help you and everything is th- directed towards you. So hopefully you can put some of this to play. You can take that, take the weekly willpower wager. Leave us a comment. Tell us if something, uh, was was good or bad? Did we offend you? Did we excite you? Did we interest you? Do you think Ezra should sing again? Probably the most important question of the the day. Yeah,
1: I would like to know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is it? How are you using it? How is it affecting your business in your life? That's what we've been looking at in this episode. Of think, act, get. Boom. This has been another episode of Think, Act, Get with James Shrenko and Ezra Firestone. For more tips and tutorials on how to grow your business faster, visit thinkactget.com and join the newsletter. It's free.